In Luke 10:2, Jesus says that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Now, what is the harvest? What does that mean? The harvest consists of two groups of people. The first group are the reached, and that basically is a group who has heard of who Jesus is. They have access to the gospel, yet they still don't believe. The unreached is the group of people who have not heard of the gospel. They have no idea who Jesus is, therefore they don't believe in him. Spoken Worldwide is exclusively focused on sharing Jesus with these overlooked, unreached communities who, more often than not, don't have the ability to read. And so Spoken Worldwide helps provide the gospel in an audible way so that they can hear about who Jesus is and the hope of the world. Are you looking for ways to support the nations from home and impact the Great Commission? Well, you can go to www.spoken.org slash Emma to get a free download of the seven ways to impact the nations from home guide and get specific prayer points to move the mission of Christ forward. Again, that's www.spoken.org slash Emma to download the seven ways guide. people. My name is Emma Mae McDaniel and I am over the moon to welcome you to the Have You Heard podcast. I am very excited and I've been looking forward to this episode for a super long time because we have the one, the only daily drills on the podcast with us today. Mary Ralph and Kennedy are two stellar humans who have come together and just made such an incredible business that's reaching people and it's so fun, so cute. And we're going to get into the heart behind it. We're going to get into the fun details of it. And I am very excited. So without further ado, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. podcast thank you for having us we're so excited we've been looking forward to this for so long too oh well amazing I feel like the first question I've been like dying to ask you guys is simply how did you meet like how did y'all become friends this is our favorite story because we actually met on Instagram which is so crazy Kim and I Kim was in college I was a senior in high school and we ran a fashion Instagram account together with five other girls and Kim and I were two of the girls and when I moved to LA for college we quickly met and then hit it off probably at the end of college our circles kind of overlapped but obviously overlapped as we grew up more but Instagram was really the reason we met and because of our shared love for fashion which is kind of perfect Wait, that's really, really sweet. I I think it's so fun how often you'll ask people how they met somebody and it's getting more and more common that social media is such a connector of people. Like you meet so many people and like become best friends. Like I have friends who eventually got married just because they met on Instagram. That's so fun. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like definitely fun that Instagram can be a way to connect with people in real life too, because Mm -hmm. you can use it. Like I've met so many friends, especially moving to LA at a younger age and in college, you just meet so many people Mm -hmm. through the platform too, which is interesting, like how it can be used for good. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I so agree. It's one of my favorite things about it. Just getting to connect with people that like for a long time, I may never meet face to face, but I've gotten to be so encouraged by you and yeah. you've become like one of my best friends. <laughs> That's so fun. And so I did not know that y'all have had a love for fashion for a long time. I was curious on like when that started and have you always wanted to start a business or was that like not even on your radar? That's such a good question. I feel like I always knew I wanted to own my own business one day. Both of our parents also are like small business owners. So I feel like we grew up in that world and are both very entrepreneurial. But I feel like a lot of that really could be attributed to just seeing our parents do it and realizing like we too could do it one day. So that was always a dream of mine. I didn't necessarily have the position of like, it needs to be fashion. It needs to be clothing apparel. But I always loved fashion um, since I was younger. Same with you, Ralph. And so I feel like... It was something that we mutually shared and were excited about. We Neither of us went to school for fashion or, or design. So I think part of me was like, I could never do that because I don't have, I'm not equipped for that. I don't have um, the schooling and the education for that. But um, it was just like literally the great intersection of like time and place and people that really got us to start Daily Drills. And now that I'm in clothing, I can't imagine not being in clothing. Yeah, it's so fun too. And and neither of us worked in clothing prior to having our own business. We worked in other startups and other cultures that are similar to Daily Drills, but obviously the product is very, very different. They were not in clothing at all. So it is interesting to look back on your life and be like, oh, I I never thought I was going to be an entrepreneur. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's not where my head was at. But like, I was on the playground selling headbands in fourth Mm -hmm. grade. So like, it is interesting to think like things that you did when you were little are similar to what you're doing now, but I never like put two and two together until we started Daily Drills. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow. I was like always meant to do something like this. I've always enjoyed it, but I never like I just thought it was, it was like what I liked. So I kind of thought everyone liked it when I was growing up. Yeah. Wow. That's actually, that's kind of deep. That's so cool. Cause I feel like so often we will be super timid and fearful about stepping into something that we're super passionate about. And we believe that it's something that we need to be doing, but for so many different excuses, whether it's I don't have the degree in it or I like don't have the experience or this isn't what I originally pictured for my life or I don't have the X, Y, Z like protocols for what I like quote unquote need to be able to do this. And then we like never step into it. And then it's a, oh, what if I had just done that? And I think that that's so cool because in just the little things day to day, even like you were saying, like, back on the playground, like the Lord, he's preparing you for things that he actually does have in store for you to step into. And because you know him and because of ways that he's been equipping you, some you know, and some you don't know of, like you actually are so ready for it because he's made you ready for it. So that's, that's very encouraging. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. Why daily drills? That's such a, like, I feel like it just rolls off the tongue. That's such a fitting name. But how did that come to be? Honestly, we were just like tossing out a bunch of names. And my my sister is great with names. And I, I was just texting her and I was like, do you have any ideas? And she's like, what about daily drills? And I was like, oh, I kind of like that. And then like the more we started saying it to each other, we thought at the beginning when we started the brand, we were going to be an activewear brand. I'm so uh-huh. glad that the name translates beyond activewear, but it kind of had yeah. the like, kind of authority and like masculinity in the space, but also was like super fun and exciting, um, Mm -hmm. which is really like a huge brand value for us is to be spontaneous and exciting and fun and um, 
youthful. Yeah, and honestly, yeah. the exclamation point came after we did daily drills. We made the I and drills an exclamation point. And that, I feel like the exclamation point has almost taken over like our brand identity because yeah. we want people to be excited to That's get cool. dressed. That's kind of like our mission internally. Um, but daily drills, it's, it's so funny because it was because we were activewear and Brooke thought of it and we both loved the name, but Ken and I literally thought we were going to be workout instructors that were only going to make workout leggings and sports bras. We would like <laughs> throw workout videos in my house, like five minute no videos. And we would be like looking at each other. Like we cannot do this. Like that we're not cut out to be workout instructors. We love fashion <laughs> and like creating new pieces and that's more fun. So yeah. we kind of changed lanes, but I think yeah. it's interesting just even anyone like graduating college, if you're listening to this, starting a new job, it's even our employees that have started working here under one title, it's transitioned to another because of what they loved or things they didn't yeah. like or things that we needed or um, spaces we had to grow. So I, I just feel like with our business, it has evolved very quickly over time, but yeah. we've, we've kind of let it, we haven't held too strong onto what we started with, which I think has been super helpful for yeah. us, but mm. that's kind of the name story. That's awesome. And that, I think that that's so good too, to just practice flexibility, like keeping your why behind what you're doing and your mission statement, like that's that's steady. But as yeah. different opportunities come and as different doors open, it's like, okay, we're also going to be adaptable because this may not look cookie cutter exactly how it started, but how it started like made a, a way for us to be able to do what we're doing now the way that we're doing it and that's really cool that you touched on that because I was going to ask y'all like every ministry every business every association has a mission statement and a vision statement and I didn't, honestly didn't know that there was a difference until I was in one of my like early ministry classes in college and my professor was going through the two definitions of these words and apparently your mission is like unchanging. Like this is the why, the reason behind what we're doing. But your vision statement, it's like it can change season to season based on who it is you're addressing, who your audience is, like maybe what literally what season it is. And so your apparel is going to look different. And so I I was so curious to ask y'all, you kind of touched on it, but what is your mission statement? And then what is like the current vision of Daily Drills? That's a great question. Sorry, my dog is um, oh, really. I know it's his debut. Yeah, what are you talking about? But I would say that our mission, like Ralph was saying, is really just to make getting dressed fun. Um, and it sounds so simple. I love that. So simple, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so many people don't feel excited about their wardrobe. They don't feel like they have enough clothes, and it's really to inspire people to kind of get adventurous with their wardrobe to find ways to style things up. We always say like, we want daily drills to give, we want our clothes to give you the power to style something up. So you can be wearing mm -hmm. something to your workout class, but you can also reattribute that same piece to, you know, your going out outfit or your dinner outfit or whatever that might be. And so we really want to create that versatility and inspiration that our clothes kind of grow with you over season and whatever That's you're cool. feeling style wise. And also just, I know personally for me, when I like my outfit, I'm so much more comfortable and confident and yeah. excited. And I'm like, ready it's to so true. It really yeah. does make such a big difference. And it helps kind of like inform how you feel about yourself. And so we want to give people those tools. I would say for a vision right now, we're 
and correct me if you feel like it's a little different, but I really feel like we're focused on growing the internal health of our company and creating a really, really strong mm. culture. That's always been really important to us. Um, we've always pretty much hired for character over talent. Obviously our employees are amazing and so competent and amazingly talented, but yeah. I do think like right now we're in this growth season where it's so important that we establish um, a really awesome culture, a very like team, yeah. teamwork, yeah. central place. Um, we're two years in, but yeah. we only have two employees. One starts next week. And so it's kind of that time where you're like, okay, now's the time we actually have to put our heads down and yeah. think like, what do we want this to be? How do we want this to grow? Where do we want this to go? When it was just Ken and I, it was easy to kind of facilitate that. And when it's just one employee, they're like your other half all the time. But as a team, yeah. I feel like that's kind of what we're focused on. Yeah. And Ken always said like, at the beginning, we wanted to do a brand book and we wanted to make a mission statement and do all these things. But We've yeah. both worked for companies, you, like, I feel like we've both had these experiences yeah. that they have this great mission statement, this awesome, powerful thing that they're trying to do, but then internally it's the exact opposite or something that you don't want to be a part of. Yeah. And we kind of wanted to do the opposite. I feel like we've done the mission, we've talked about the mission statement of getting people excited to get dressed in the morning and making getting dressed fun, but that's just kind of come after we've talked on podcasts or talked to other people. Um, it, it wasn't something we sat down and we're like, okay, we need these five things to just tell the people and then we're going to internally do something exactly opposite. I think that's kind of how we've, how we've grown and like what the vision is for daily right now. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... love getting in the word to prioritize the word of God and let that be the first thing that fills my mind in the mornings it impacts the entire rest of my day and a super cool way to help you start your day in the word is abide daily meditation based on biblical scripture these audio meditations will help you focus on God's word and draw closer to the Lord this app is great for kids and adults alike. And for a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off premium subscription when you text HERD to 22433. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by texting HERD to 22433. You'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Support this show and get 25% off by texting HERD to 22433. That's H-E-A-R-D to 22433 to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. Wholesome, nutritious meals is super fun and important to me, but sometimes the time it takes to get the groceries and prepare the meal simply doesn't happen, which is why Green Chef, that's owned by HelloFresh, is incredible. For the first time ever, for a limited time, they're offering Farm Fresh Selects, a premium collection of farm fresh flavors to elevate your summer evenings 
These recipes include chimichurri beef and summer veggie salad, lemon butter salmon and summer succotash, and beef tenderloin and garden couscous salad. These time-saving recipes packed with fresh produce and vibrant flavors give you more opportunities to get outside and make memories in the day before the summer's end. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. One of my favorite meals is the vegetarian quesadilla that would just rock your socks off. It was so good. So you can go to greenchef.com slash Emma135 and use code Emma135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Again, you can go to greenchef.com slash Emma135 and use code Emma135 to get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships for free. I feel like I'm encouraged by so many things y'all just said. I think the first thing is like how you're so focusing right now on your team and just the the engine that's running the whole thing, which yeah. is so important because that's how you're fueling like the the whole business. Like that's going to infiltrate into like how you pour out into other people and the different pieces that you get to create and the, just the way that you run your business, it's going to be a just direct reflection of like the health and the quality of your business and your team and I'm like really impressed by you guys and it's so cool to see how your business is growing because you're like not even two years old does that blow your mind sometimes it does it feels yeah. like it also feels like 10 years yeah like we've I've never done anything else yeah. I feel like yeah yeah Wow. But I love that so much. And I, cause I was going to ask you guys, like, what is the process of like building a dream for y'all? Like what, like, what does that look like? And I love how you talked about just, I just asked people, I had conversations with people regarding like, where are they at? Like talking about fashion, talking about clothes, what do we like? What are our passions? Where have we come from? That's really inspired us and really helped us walk in confidence just in our clothes. And like then that then overflows into how how you're being able to help other people be confident so I just think these are just practical things that I think are really really encouraging um something that I was this is probably like one of my favorite things I was excited to ask y'all so you're running a business together and you're best friends can you all talk about the good parts of that the tough parts of that and the things that you've learned because I mean I feel like as best friends you grow so much in the things that you do together just life but then I feel like whenever you apply business to it that's like a whole different asset like I know for me and my husband we're married and he's literally my best friend ever but we also do the ministry together and so sometimes he'll look at me and say okay I'm putting the business hat on it and we'll have a business conversation and it's strengthened our marriage it's strengthened our friendship but it's also like caused us to have difficult conversations that otherwise if we didn't do work together we may not have had otherwise so I was curious like what have y'all learned as friends through the journey of doing business together I love that question yeah it's so true <laughs> I want to start I'm like I don't know we've learned so, so much. much I think too like when we started doing business together we were great friends but now we're best friends so yeah. it really has like Aww. you were saying 
and your husband like strengthened our friendship and obviously we get to see each other every day I think one of the best parts about it is like everything that we do that's exciting we get to share together like yeah. when we sell out of an item or when an item that we did that we started designing last February comes in finally tomorrow to this afternoon we get to see it so it is kind of crazy those excitement things that I'm like I could not imagine just being by myself on my couch like woohoo yeah and then ha- not having anyone <laughs> oh. to share with obviously you have yeah. your choices, but like a co-founder someone that's exactly in it with you I think is so important mm-hmm. and that's like definitely my favorite part about doing business together yeah and, and traveling together and is so fun yeah it's just fun the day-to-day and like seeing each other's face every morning and also yeah. Ken and I didn't do this before we got into business but it's something that we did and it's so smart but we wrote down all of our favorite things to do and all of our least favorite things to do when it comes to daily drills and running the business huh. and our our lists were exact opposites of each other which I think is wow so- so helpful because people are like, how do you work together so well? You know, we get that question a lot, but it's because we're very similar in our, what we, our interests, our outside of work life, um, things that inspire us. We both love fashion, but we're very different in the way we work or things that we like to do or how we approach work. And I think that's really a healthy balance. Yeah. I I agree. I feel like honestly, it's really caused me to like look internally and grow as, as like a friend, as um, a coworker as a, a boss like I feel like it's kind of like putting the mirror up to yourself like the minute mm-hmm. I'm like oh that like I'm kind of bummed about this or whatever I'm like oh but Kennedy like look back at yourself and I feel like when it, when it used to be like a boss or I don't know somebody that I was didn't have that like close intimate relationship with I could kind of just yeah. be like oh, they're being annoying today but when it's your best friend, I'm like, no, I'm committed to this friendship. So like, hmm. what, like what's the speck in my eye? And that has been like a huge growth component for me. Um, wow, yeah. And I feel like just like working through hard stuff, I think, or just like having to have difficult conversations. Like now I, I literally, if I'm like frustrated or like, if I'm being rude, I'll be like, oh, I was kind of being rude. Like, I'm sorry. I was just having like a moment. And I feel like it's caused me to like, just address that and see that within myself and like hmm. turn from it if that makes sense and be like, okay, that's not the kind of like partner I want to be. That's not the kind of friend I want to be. Um, so it's like, it's really cool because you have like, I feel like doing business, this is a long one to say, winded way to say like, I feel like doing business with your best friend causes, and especially we're both Christian. And I feel like it's caused me to be like, okay, like what would God want for our friendship first and foremost? And mm-hmm. then like, what would he want as like co-owners of daily yeah. jobs? Like it's friendship first. And I think the fact that we both, know Jesus helps us to like we have a a bigger mission and purpose beyond just a business it puts daily drills like where it's supposed to be like our job versus like our life and I think also having an office space is really nice too because when we come in here that's like the business hat that your husband puts on it's like we're both with that hat and then when we go to air one down the street for lunch we turn it off really quick and I think we're both really good at like turning it off turning it on we don't talk about it when we go to to dinner with each other and her husband and Houston like it's just it's easy it's we and also we get over things pretty quickly yeah, we and both we are kind of like dudes in that way. We're like, all right, cool. Like, like I was annoyed, rude. but then now we yeah. like are going to get together and yeah. like you're my friend, so I'm not annoyed. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. just fun. Yeah. That's so nice. I feel like you make so many more memories whenever you live that yeah. way. And because I've I've experienced both days with with Josh. Like I've experienced days where I like said something that I shouldn't have or I got in my head and was frustrated and then I was just like sitting in it like I was just wallowing like 
man, I just really hate that I did that. I just yeah. ruined the whole day. And then it's like hours. Then I look up and I'm like, I literally just let a whole day yeah. be robbed from me because I let one moment determine a thousand other moments following after it. And then yeah. I've also experienced days where, man, I just had um, I just had a moment. Josh, will you please forgive me? Can we move forward? And it's like, okay, it didn't change the fact that I did something I wish I did differently, but my response to it determined the entire rest of the day yeah. and we were able to enjoy it. So I love that y'all do that. And I think it's so funny that you said y'all like wrote out everything that you like, it's your favorite thing or your strongest asset. And then it's like your weakest or your least favorite thing. And y'all are so complimentary of each other. And yeah. it made me think of a conversation me and Josh were literally having this morning and we were talking about the difference between being a visionary and being a doer and how like, of course, we all have a little bit of both, like especially just as we seek the Lord and just ask for vision. I mean, he's so faithful and he shows us the next step to take and he gives us dreams to to pursue. But I think I'll speak personally for myself that I am very much of a doer. Like you lay out the things for me to do and you better believe like to the T they're going to be done. Whereas Josh, he is very much of a dreamer. Like he is my visionary. He will lay out 10,000 ideas in literally one sitting. And, and I think that that's just so special how you can have a team and she has something that you don't have and you have something that she doesn't have and you bring it to the table and it's like dynamite because you're able to just strengthen each other and make the make it make it run well so that's incredible but what would you say like if the person who's listening and whether it's they're starting a business or they're starting a podcast or they're about to step into something that may seem just super intimidating it seems like just a big pill to swallow and maybe even feel hesitant kind of like how we were talking about at the beginning like just feeling fearful and hesitant because it's like this just feels like I'm not equipped I didn't go to school for this I don't feel prepared like like it's like Moses before the Lord's like you got the wrong dude like you know I can't speak well you know they're not gonna listen to me and God's like but I am because I've called you I've got you and I'm gonna see it through but that person is kind of in the shoes of Moses where it's like I feel like there's a daunting task in front of me and I feel like God's picked the wrong girl and I don't feel like I'm qualified to be able to step into this. Um, Did y'all feel that way? And what advice would you give to that girl? That's so good. I feel like thankfully, I feel like both of us had a lot of peace stepping into daily drills, which Mm -hmm. is really crazy because if you know me, you know I'm like worried about every worst case scenario and like very risk givers but I feel like he gave us a lot of peace what I would say is just start you don't need to know if I knew everything I knew right now I probably would have never started because it it is a lot wow that's a word (laughs) and you only have more responsibility and more authority and more influence the more you grow so it's the biggest risk is just saying yes to it and taking the like one step and then the next I would also say something that has been really encouraging for me is that I don't have to know everything. There are so many people who are, who specialize in fashion and design and email marketing and inventory management. 
And so many more people are willing to share their knowledge with you than you would expect or connect you with somebody who has specialized knowledge in a certain area. So like, don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to, to network and pick people's brains and, um, to go out your, go outside your comfort box there because you don't need to know everything. And honestly, it's not, if I was doing everything, I would, I mean, that's not sustainable either. So yeah. And also people will have design school for five years yeah. and they like want a job and want to help and want to work for a young fun company and to like give them the opportunity to welcome them in and use their expertise and then yeah. you can mm-hmm. use your expertise and I feel like even we were talking about the other day when like we gave our uh, our last intern a task and she like lit up inside and she did so so well oh. and, and we're like we just need to start giving people Finding what does that to people and then, okay, that's that's going to be your job because you're clearly super passionate about it. You're really good at it. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Kind of finding that part. I that love ever- that. Yeah, it, it is so true. So I, I just think mm. if you don't know everything, it's better that you don't know everything yeah. and just hire out for yeah. that. The imposter syndrome, things like that could get worse as you grow or as you, you have more eyes or more attention. But if you don't, put yourself on that pedestal or like have, have hold everything so tightly to yourself, then you're never going to feel it. I feel like. And I always say too, like failure, like redefining failure. I I had to do this when I was like in a past job. And for me, it's like the way I define failure as like knowing that I'm meant to do something and not trying at all versus trying and not having that thing quote unquote succeed. So it's Mm -hmm. actually like, if I didn't start daily drills, I really think in the back of my head, I would have been like, dang it. Like I, I miss that versus yeah. it, say, we, say we started it and like, it didn't take off in the way that it took off it, like how it is now. I don't think that's failure. I think like that would have just led me to the next thing. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is so true. Like when we started daily drills, we obviously had vision for it. We obviously wanted it to be a huge brand. We wanted it to be our jobs forever. We wanted to have a team and to have multiple different styles, but we didn't start daily drills like that has to happen. Yeah. We just started it like we want to take this risk. We want to learn a lot. We're going to invest our own money in it. And if we lose it and it's a learning experience, then we've both said okay with that. And that's and so good. That there's yeah. value in that. So I, I just don't think we put too much pressure on it at the beginning yeah. that it had to be all these things and exactly like this. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that allowed us to grow mm-hmm. and, and change along the way. I agree. That's so good. Like how you said redefining failure, like what is that? And that's kind of what me and Josh have done is what are, we've kind of really honed in on what is our definition of success in our home and in the ministry. And our definition of success is obedience. Like at the end of the day, were we obedient to the Lord? Like were we faithful with what was put before us? And regardless of how people responded to it, regardless of what the outcome was, regardless of how many people showed up, regardless of like you could go down the whole list of what we put success in, like whatever success is labeled in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, if we were faithful, if we were obedient, then we had a successful day. So that's just, that's really good. I hope that the girl listening or the guy listening who has this big dream in front of them, this big opportunity, this big possibility that they really feel led to step into. I hope that you just feel so encouraged to 
to take the risk and realize that there's success in simply taking the risk. There is so much beauty in acknowledging that you don't know everything. I feel like we rob so much fun out of the journey by expecting ourselves to know everything because you're never going to know everything like living on this earth. We just, you just don't. And if you expect yourself to, you're not going to enjoy anything. So Mm -hmm. I just love that too. The note of being humble, invite people in the journey with you. Like you weren't made to do it by yourself. Y'all, I, I feel hyped up and I really believe that this is just encouraging lots of people in, in the dreams that are in their life and the things that they're, the risks that they're afraid to take and they're being emboldened to take them and invite people along the journey and the beauty of friendship and the things that you learn by sticking with your friends. I just love that so much, but I love y'all even more. So thank y'all so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having us. This was so fun and so encouraging. Yeah. And such a good midday break. Wow. We need this every <laughs> I know. I love this too. I've been looking forward to it all morning. <laughs> oh, well, if you guys are watching on YouTube, be sure and give a thumbs up, subscribe, comment down below how you were encouraged. And if you are tuning in via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review, and share it with your people. Guys, I love y'all so much, and I will talk to y'all next week. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.